Boss is here. Military parents never miss a beat, and neither does the Johns Hopkins U.S. Family Health Plan. Built for every warrior in your family. With more than 40 years of service to military families, TRICARE Prime Benefits plus exclusive extras. Learn more at warriorsathome.com. of yeah we read it my name is laura and i'm one of your hosts my name is maggie and i'm the other host and today we are reading the seventh private book Ooh. ambition exciting <laughs> great time we are now halfway through the series there's 14 books in the series wow and apparently these books come in iterations of four so yeah we are this is the third one before the next the finale of this second to last because the it would be the finale of this like fourth book yes books previous, of course pre-finale pre-finale yeah the pre-come oh the pre-come this is the pre-come to the finale I love that for not only this series but for us and our listeners yeah we're pre-coming all up in their ears. Oh, so sexy, so nice. Pre-come for your little ears. Someone's got to, because if Reed doesn't have sex sometime, I oh. am going to bust a nut. Oh, my God. Blue balls. I'm going to be honest, there's not that much sex in this book. I don't know why I'm coming in so hot. It's already been a minute. Maybe it's because, did you spend the day alone? Was that it? No, oh. I went to the coffee shop actually. Oh, okay. People. I feel like usually when days that I spend by myself, you I just come. I no, I think about pre cum and then I just come in so hot. Oh yeah, I get that. Um, so that's why I asked. Well, we're just gonna get right into it because this is the longest book that we've read. Oh my god, it's almost three hundred pages, and boy, did I read it very quickly. I was surprised. You know, I had fun. I will say it's honestly, I don't know how Kate Ryan has this effect over us because every time we finish one book we're always like oh can't my god I want to know what happens next I know and then you know the next the first 80 pages of every book is just it's it's hell on earth oh my gosh it's like driving 25 miles per hour on a yeah highway. exactly that's exactly what it is so last we left off at legacy they went to the legacy Oh, Reed hooked up with Dash. Bum, bum, bum. No, no, no. No, no, no. Big no-no hours. Big no-no hours. And um, Noelle, uh, as Reed was going to be like, I did something bad. I hooked up with Dash. She was like, you're not going to believe it. We're back together. So Reed's like, did I hook up with my friend's now boyfriend again? Yeah. Yeah. And then they came back from the legacy. And Gwendolyn Hall had just burnt down. Yeah. So Reed is in big time trouble because her and big time trouble. Dr. Dean Cromwell. Dr. Dean Cromwell. Locked eyes with her. Locked eyes with Reed. There is no escape, Reed. No, <laughs> no happy endings. Dang, yeah. Reed should stop going to the legacy because something bad happens literally every time she goes. She said, I'm going to be Cinder Reed La. <laughs> And, and, and? and now she's an ugly step reedster. Okay. Okay. This is a stretch, but I enjoy I'm enjoying this ride. I better not insult Reed too much or Noel will come for me. That's so true. Um so we open up this book, everybody's inside Mitchell Hall, and they're having a hearing because for some reason they're blaming only billings for the burndown of this building. Yeah, the campus really hates billings. The campus really hates they billings. They unionized against them. Yeah, and they're all, and like their, their immediate thing is like, um, other people were here at like, at, at the building that burned down. Um, yeah. and they're like, well, it doesn't matter. We're going to handle with them accordingly. But also I want to know how would they know how this building burned down? 
Well, they never figured it out, did they? Well, then why are they blaming the Billings? I have no idea. Exactly. Could have been anybody. It could have been the Kettler boys. Why don't they and ever also, get in trouble? Uh, I don't know, because they're boys, and boys will be boys. Uh, also, yeah, Reed is immediately like, my eyes still burn from all the smoke. And I was like, bitch, buy some fucking eye drops. Like, what do you mean yeah. your eyes still hurt? Are you taking care of them? Your eyes are very sensitive. I don't know. Maybe she's I high. digress. Um, and I do think this was one of the last books I read because I did remember the plot in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, we're disbanding Billings. And he's like, no, wait, I'm the president. I'll raise you a million dollars. And he goes, ha, huh, make it five million dollars. Which is nice. Like, easy for them. Right? They, you know, ignore this plot line essentially for the next 200 play- pages. Because what is five million dollars to the 1%? I know. It's, that it, is it's pennies. It's but, but pennies. And it's just... But pennies. I remember reading this in my childhood bedroom... In my twin bed, and when I got to the $5 million part, I rolled my eyes so heavily because I was like, this is the plot we're dealing with? And when I read it again at 27, I was like, man, I remember how disappointed I was with this plot line. It's always a fundraiser. The click would do the same thing. Oh, this is, um, Lisey wishes the click was like the private oh, series. Oh, absolutely. If the click had murder and sex in it, it would have been way better. It would have, but surprisingly, that is the one that everyone knows about. yeah. I don't understand, but hey, who am I but a 27-year-old now? Hey. Did these books ever make you not understand the value of money? Because reading them, I would have been like, oh, a million dollars, that's so easy. Yeah. I think in my head, I just kind of felt like she was trying to go for, like, shock value of, like, oh, $5 million. And we're all 12. We do not understand. Yeah, I'm just like, they're rich, but you don't understand what rich is until you're rich or you're not rich, you know? Oh, yeah. I didn't understand what money was until I turned 26 and someone told me their parents were leaving them a million dollars. And I was like, well, I guess, I mean, I grew up kind of nice. And then I asked my parents and they were like, huh, no, you're not even going to get, like, a fourth of that. That's, you were not going to get really? any of that. Really? I think I understood what money was when I was 19 because I was paying all of my own bills at 19. So I was like a work, I was a working class woman. So I like understood the value of a dollar and I had no money. <laughs> I was a country club bitch. Yeah. And that's kind of our different perspectives of this podcast. This is. Uh, okay. But anyway, so Reed's been dumped. They now have this fundraiser to plan. All the Billings girls are like, wow, Reed. You're so impressive for doing this. And Reed still refuses to tell Noelle that she made out with her boyfriend. Meanwhile, apparently this public forum is public. Yeah. Why would they not just talk to Billings girls about it? I don't know. But many men are impressed that she stood up to Cromwell. The first being first suitor, Weston Bright. Next bus, let's do a freeze frame of Weston Bright. Oh my God, because listeners, we are about to introduce to you five new characters stick with us some of them not that important not that important Weston uh, is a senior he's hot he's the captain of the lacrosse team preppy haircut brown eyes we never hear from him again the rest of the day. Yeah, but what's not to like, though? I like all the things that were listed. He seemed nice and approachable. And he seemed, silent. Seemed to respect Reed. What's not to like? Um, That's all we need for Christmas. Dick and silence. Oh, you've said it once and you've said it again. And I'll say it every year. Thank you for blessing us on this holiday. Anyways, it doesn't really matter because she still has her sights on Josh. Yeah, she's like, oh, this is so nice that this guy's asking me out, but, like, I need to get Josh back. Reed immediately tries to confront him, and he's like, get the frick away from me! Yeah, Josh is all alone in the art studio, and she saddles on up, she giddies up on over. Yeah. And 
would you not understand that this is not a salvageable moment? Yeah. If I was caught with my boyfriend's best friend. It's and your best over. friend's boyfriend. It's like, he, Dash is a twofer. Yeah. Like, she should not have done that. But she did. She says she loves him, Josh. Take me back. I yeah. have an uwu to your son. And she, he's like, shut the fuck up. Done. TTYL. Yeah. And then, she, and then she's about to leave and she goes, hey, Josh, but you won't tell Noel, will you? And he goes, don't worry, Reed. Your slutty little secret is safe with me. And that's when I was like, I feel like in that moment, she should have been like, okay, fuck Josh. Like, oh, why am she's I? still pining for well, I know, but it's like, why is she the slut? What's wrong? What did Dash do? I know. Yeah, it's such a double standard. I'm so mad. And then she is in the hallway and she runs into mortal enemy Ivy Slade. Oh, Ivy Slade and her hot, long hair. And Ivy is dropping some hints that she was watching Reed at her party. She was like, how many of those fuzzy navel drinks? Which, what the fuck are those? Are those pump teas? Fuzzy, fuzzy navel is vodka and orange juice, which would be weird to drink at a party. Oh. It's more like a like a brunch thing. I thought it was a pink drink. I was really Well, that's looking. the thing. She said, in the book, they said pink drinks a ton, but they keep saying fuzzy navels as well, unless they put, like, you know, some pink die in them I don't know it just feels weird I feel like that wouldn't have been a craft cocktail at a party as lavish as the legacy I was imagining it as a pump teeny from honestly pump and pump teenies are so good and I would picture pump teenies over a fuzzy navel any day but pump teenies betrayed us all it does is tell me that Kate Ryan doesn't really understand what alcohol is she should contact Lisa Vanderpump because isn't it wild to us that um Vanderpump rules has been going on for almost three presidencies now. yeah yeah. yeah, it's been on TV for a while. It's been on TV for a very long time. There, I think their ninth season just came out. Oh, is the original cast still on it? Most of them, yeah. Interesting. Um, but anyway, runs into Ivy Slade, and then she like watches begrudgingly as Ivy goes in to like hang out with Josh, and she hears her loud, shrill laugh. Oh, yeah, this slutty little snake is slithering on in, baby. Yeah, she is. Um, but then, uh oh, wee woo, new new character alert. Wee woo. Uh, we're gonna freeze frame here. We're introduced to Mark. Uh, they have a little bit of a of a meet cute. He's on the paper. He wants to interview Reed because he's like, "Hey, that was really impressive how you stood up to Cromwell." Yep, he has brown hair. Sure. Oh, he is Mexican American, right? Yes. No, is that Dominic? Jesus Christ! I don't There's know. so many. I think that might have been Do- Dominic. No, I no. I think it's Italian. I think Dominic's Italian. I think Mark because it's short for Marco. Yep, you're right. Yeah. We're getting really diverse. Yeah, we're getting so diverse. More diverse than the clickbooks. And we have dropped some of the racial slurs. We haven't heard Island. What was what was I, what, Island Nation? Island Nation. We haven't heard that in a book. Hey, I wouldn't speak too soon because you might hear it soon. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But anyway, uh, they have a little me-cute, and she's, like, all frazzled because she's like, I just saw Josh flirt with someone, and he wants to interview her. It is fascinating it. how many guys she will bring up Josh to because she's grieving a relationship and they will take that as the opportunity. I mean, Mark didn't really. Yeah. But like Jason later on was like, hey, it's okay, but I think I'm going to go in for a kiss now. Yeah. Reed is not good at navigating these 
boy situations. No. Yeah, it's kind of sad. So she runs into Mark, and then we go back home, and we get plot line B, which are black mar- marbles in her drawers. So. Yes, and we also find out as, you know, Ree's going to Billings. I wrote this down because I feel like it's going to be, this is a plant for something that's probably going to unfold in, like, the last book that we're about to read. I hope, because thank Kiki God. lost her key. Oh, yes, she did. Yeah, and I think that's important. She tries to contact Dash as well. But then there's marbles in her nightstand. Uh-oh. It's 12, which if we remember the marble ceremony from two books back was like to let people know if they're in and they're out. And yeah. 12 marbles, bad sign. And my, wants her out. my big issue with Reed is, you know, we got a lot of this last book where we kept feeling like she was being watched. And now we have these marbles. And we kind of keep getting these things where it's like Reed really should tell someone about this. Yeah. Because it's not helping anything. If anything, it's hurting her and the situation of Cheyenne's death even more. I would... You know what? I'm so full of anger and revenge that I would take all those marbles and I'd straight up swallow them. Try hurting me with your blackmail. Jiggling in my tummy. It would be so painful to poop out a marble, though. I had a friend who would swallow quarters. It would be so painful to poop out a quarter. I know. Does it... Well, obviously, it would come down, out full. I assume that stomach acid can break down anything. No, though. that's no. not how that works, Meg. This is like <laughs> that I think your mouth is clean, so clean that I can, like, put it on anything. No. I could probably put my mouth on a C- on the CTA. No, Meg, that's not how that works. I don't know. We'll get you there one day, bud. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. well, we'll talk about germs at a later time. When the pandemic happened, three people texted me and were like, now you're going to have to wash your hands. The amount of times I, I actually told you to wash your hands when we would return from, like, going on a walk. Just before, prior to I know. Times. But not important because Reed's like, I need to go to bed. I'm going through a breakup. Sabine does say she helped her sister through a breakup and for some reason I also thought that that was a plant to be played off later. Yes. It's an incest twist. No. No. (laughs) I just think there's something with her sister that we're going to learn later and it's not an affair. (laughs) I know. She's like, I have a sister. Weird flex, but okay. Yeah. Weird flex. And let's get ready because ladies and gentlemen, next day she runs into suitor number two. Hunter Braden. This is suitor number three, because we got West, we've got Mark, and now we've got Hunter. Freeze frame. frame. Next, next bus. Next bus. Um, the girls are goo-goo gaga for Mr. Everyone? Hunter. And it's weird that Hunter's so hot, and this is the first time we've heard about him, Kate Bryan. Huh? How do you explain that? We got a blonde hair, blue-eyed little Nazi, and he loves himself. He, d- he is not <laughs> described as a Nazi, I do have to go on the record and say. No, he just has blonde hair and blue But eyes. also, he's not described as not being a Nazi, so he could be. Yeah. We don't know. They didn't say his haircut. He could have a buzz head. But he's super confident. He's super hot. He doesn't really even, like, ask Reed on a date. He's like, you and me are going out to dinner. Give me your number. I kind of love that. I'm going to say confidence is hot. It's it really is. hot. I love a good, confident guy, but he's so conceited. Um, And Reed returns home and she's like, oh, my God, it's so quiet. Where's my annoying roommates who are just running around being loud? And they're like, surprise, we are going to play who is Reed's next eligible bachelor. And Reed is immediately like, like, I do not want to do this. And they're like, shut the fuck up, Reed. We're playing. Too late because we have a slideshow and we all worked very hard on this part. And this scene goes on for at least eight pages. Yeah, it really does. It's very vapid. Like, by page 
page seven of it, I wrote my notes that, wow, this is just so vapid that this is what this book has deduced to. Sexualize men more. That's oh, what the I, pages were Oh, saying. my God. That's the lesson. The lesson is to objectify men. Noelle is very smart in being like, I will recommend Trey Prescott because I want to give someone that Reed won't go for. And this also upholds my thesis that they should just... Maybe they will. Hey, we've got seven more books after this, baby. There's plenty of time. Do you think Noelle's going to be in the future ones, too? I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to wait and find out. Yes. But, uh, you know, the game is vapid and reads like, okay, whatever. Thank you, guys. Uh, We also start to learn that Josh and Ivy are getting a lot closer. Yes. Uh Uh-oh. And then this is where Reed also compares her situation with Dash to Josh being date raped. And that's a big red flag. Oh, yeah. She's like, how is it different? And I'm like, Reed, this is night and day different. One of those is a legal and, like, a traumatizing experience. And you got drunk and made out with someone. It's different. I don't understand why it took... Well, first of all, I guess the Merriam-Webster Dictionary did not update the definition of rape until 2012. So, you know, it feels like this would be second nature. Like, why would an author be so callous about this? But I guess we are still kind of in that phase of... Oh, absolutely. This was probably written in, what, 2008? Yeah. Yeah. You know, looking back at the 2000s, a horrible, horrible time. And now we learn, you know, one in ten men are raped, 26% of men. I know this because I just wrote about... the you plot You line. know all of this, and yet you do think your mouth is safe on a train? <laughs> yeah. We pick our battles here on Y'all We Read It. I don't know. I ate Kraft Mac and cheese until I was 15, like, as every meal, and my immune system is insane. Okay. I think I could look the CTA and not get sick. I think we should try it. We'll try it. Hey, give us a review and say lick the CTA. Every When we get to 200 reviews, Maggie will lick the CTA. That's something for our listeners. Even just one review, five stars that says lick the CTA. Hey, all right. Y'all heard it. Next review. Um, but got to do that. <laughs> we'll do a video. It'll be great. The next day, Reed is all pious, martyr, like, oh, no, I can't date so soon after Josh. And then she sees Josh and Ivy, and she goes, I'm going to go talk to Hunter Brayden. Yeah, also, girl, who doesn't fuck someone right after a long relationship? Literally, I think it's London or Vienna. They're basically the same character. One of them's like, you should fuck someone immediately, which is so true. Are you boring, or do you just fall? Are you normal, like, falling into another toxic one right after the last? Yeah, exactly. But then, you know, Reed talks to Hunter, gives gives him her number. She Oh, yeah. She leaves the, the student center, and then someone chases her down. Wee-woo, wee-woo, freeze frame, next bus, new character. Bus. New character. This is Jason. Darlington. It's a good last name. What a weird last name. I don't know. I like it. Also, Reed is just running high on this adrenaline Honestly, because she just saw Ivy and Josh sitting yeah. flirting at cafeteria. And, jo- and Jason's immediately like, I saw you talking to Hunter, but I think you should go out with me instead. Which honestly, we got all the confidence. Thank God Jason stopped her because apparently Reed, quirky, different girl Reed, was reading uh, a book and walking really fast. Well, how else is she going to look smart to her suitors? Jason's like, oh my god, Reed, watch where you're going. Also, you're reading that upside down. Also, let's go on a library date. And they agree to go to a library date. 
Um, and then we're immediately at a soccer game where, of course, hundreds of guys have just filled the stands. Yeah, even the Barton boys showed up yeah. for Nelson and Reed. It was weird. It was, like, such, like, a weird thing where it's, like, I do find it so hard to believe where Reed, who, you know, isn't the most outgoing person, just suddenly has tons of people just know who she is, paying attention to her. These guys have low expectations. <laughs> or maybe they love that she's not like the other girls. I guess. She likes to suffer alone. What do you think that reads? Well, I guess horoscope is more my thing. But yeah. What, I'm curious. I think she is an Aquarius because she suffers alone. Noelle is definitely a Leo. I could see Noelle being a Leo. I don't know enough about the stars. I could see Reed being a Scorpio. Reed could be a Scorpio. Maybe a Cancer? Ooh, she or well no she doesn't really have emotions cancer she I think be, cancer because I feel like every guy I've dated pretty kind of emo- and like emotionless you know and selfish yeah, yeah she really is well I think we found our answer yeah okay love it uh, love it moving on so <laughs> love it moving on uh, Reed at this game also sees Astrid going through her duffel bag which is sus as fuck yeah Astrid's just looking for a bobby pin. But, but is she? Why wouldn't you ask your friend for a bobby pin? How do you know Reed has a bobby pin? Yeah, Reed is on high alert now What's, that she found those black marbles. Honestly, though, I would too. But also, unlike Reed, I would have told my friend that I was flirting with her ex-boyfriend and that I made out with him at a party. And I would have ta- told someone about the black marbles because I would have been like, hey, guys, this is messed up. Because the making out, I mean, all of it is pretty bad. But yeah. if I hadn't talked to, uh, first of all, they hadn't talked in like eight months. At that no. point, they're not a friend. No. You know? No. And not, like, even not responding just changed up everything. Yeah, exactly. It was such a... Let uh, me DM you a meme, and if I don't in three months, I we're not friends. Great, then. I will hook up with all of your exes the moment you do that to me. And that's boundaries. And that's boundaries, and that's a friendship. That's a, ba- that's a friendship. That's, a, that's called moving on. Moving on 101. Uh, soccer, soccer game doesn't really matter. Now yeah. they're back at Billings. They're discussing the fundraiser that no one has any ideas for, and they should definitely be more worried about this. Yeah. They we're were, about, like, halfway through. They have to raise $5 million in, like, less than a month, and everyone's just like, no, I don't know. It'll work itself out. And we have a lot of sidebars throughout this book where Reed confronts Noelle, so let's dive into the first one, yeah. which is where she's trying to get any info on Ivy because Reed hasn't figured out yet that Noel actually doesn't like her nor trust her nor give a shit about her. No. Noel's not going to tell anything. No. Noel's no. Noel's so smart at the social game. She's not going to give that much away. Noel would do great on MTV's The Challenge. Oh my god. She would do good on any reality TV show. She should go on Big Brother. She should or Survivor or something. I would love to meet this person in real life. What, Noel? Uh, would I? You, I think we have to meet her now, older, because we would not Yeah. Care. I mean, we probably wouldn't have, yeah, we wouldn't have cared. It's so funny that I feel like this was the lifestyle to aspire to as a kid. Yeah, and now nowadays, you're just like... they would fucking suffer. Socialists oh, yeah. would eat them alive on Oh, Twitter. my God. Any person who existed like this, they would just be like, this person's really mean for no reason. I do not want to associate myself with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, not important, but yeah, she's like trying to get answers about Ivy and she still thinks she's being watched and then Sabine's still being whiny being like Noel's always talking down to you yeah and they're going to New York to plan this fundraiser to scope out venues and Sabine wants to go to New York to help plan it because she's a whiny little bitch who hasn't been anywhere in her life yeah and then also while Reed's getting ready this morning 
uh-oh, she finds a bunch of Cheyenne's clothes that have just been hung up in her closet. How I pictured this scene was one of those wardrobes, like in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, that has the doors that swing out, and just on the side to the left is hanging the, the button-up blouse, the sweater over it, and, like, the necklace. I would be terrified. Would be so scary if that's, like, just hanging on like, the side? I would be terrified <laughs> if someone I lived with and, like, was friends with for a period of time, despite how much our differences had, like, occurred, suddenly three of their very, like, prominent clothing items just show up in my closet. Are you fucking kidding me? I would be very scared. I would freak the fuck out. And the fact that she still doesn't tell anybody is insane to me. She's a tell or she needs to start a blog. I really think that Reed would be happy if she just had a Tumblr. Oh my god, we should go back in time and get her a Tumblr. We should get her a Tumblr and then give her Rupee Core's book and um, then be like, this is how you This is win. how you girl boss. This is how you girl boss. Um, but also Detective Howard is back. Sexy Detective Daddy. Oh, yes. And he's just kind of scouting about. He's like, something's up. Yeah. And we're like, okay, but this is different than last time because... Why is he here? No one's been murdered mm-hmm. yet. Yet. It hasn't turned into the clue board game just yet. Just but yet. Um, but then she's on her study date with Jason. They're in the library. It's super chill at first. It's like they're just studying. Yep. It's like calm. They're goofing around. And he drops hints that, uh-oh, Josh and Ivy are definitely seeing each other. Oh, and then they kiss and Reed's like, oh, I can't do this. Yeah, daddy chill. Yeah, but then she's like, what do you mean they're hooking up? He's like, I don't know. I just kind of like heard that they're hooking up. And she's like, whoa, the world is spinning. I'm I'm tumbling. Whoa. Oh, whoa and in whoa. her little blackout, she sees Ivy and Josh studying and their like knees are touching, which means... You know Ivy is laying down the pipe with him. Oh, my God. Josh didn't get to have sex with Reed for, like, a year and a half. Of course Ivy's fucking his brains out. Ivy, on one hand, a bad bitch who swallows. Reed, our little Amish poor infant oaf spitter. Does not know what cum is. (laughs) Does not know what cum is. She was, like, she she saw Thomas and was, like, paste. (laughs) What is, is there, what is this paste? Uh, we're really on this cum bit for this book. We need to Ambition. Be- more like cumbition. More like Nickelodeon slime time. Ooh, okay. Ooh. That was fun. <laughs> but there's no time. There's no time there's to no think time. about this. Because she's off on date two with Hunter Braden, the narcissist who's going to get her free dinner. I don't yeah. know. Everyone here is rich. I think I would go on a lot of dates for a steak. Oh, my God. Yeah, they go to this super nice restaurant. But there's also, like, this weird paparazzi scene because he's yeah. being p- followed by paparazzi in Easton, Pennsylvania. This kid is not famous. I don't get it. Yeah, already we were like, this date is out of our range. She's yeah. Like red, some Louis Vuitton kitten heels. Hunter's picking her up in some nice car. And... The, the paparazzi, they're just dying to see who Hunter dates after he last dated oh, an heiress. We don't even know who this guy is. We've just been introduced to him. We are on page 90. What? I love that the teenagers of Boston have a TMZ. No, they don't. No, they fucking don't, Kate Bryan. They, I guess. They don't. I really love that people are I will suspend and warp reality when I, I dive into a book. But there are some things I have to draw the line at. You're telling me I'm scraping by barely freelancing in journalism, and instead I could just blog about the lives of rich high schoolers and make money? We basically do this gossiping on the podcast. Exactly. Why is no one giving us money? Where's our money? Where's our money? Uh, But anyway, this date ends up being a total bust. Hunter is so self-centered. He cannot go, like, a minute without talking about 
something that relates to him. Like Reed can be like, oh, I'm on the soccer team. I'll be like, I used to do water polo. And like, that's kind of like how their conversations keep going. It is weird. They're all like huge jumps too. Yeah. She'll be like, I'm from Pennsylvania. And he'll be like, I was looking at a map and then flew to Peru. Yeah. And she'll be like, oh, I think I'm going to like maybe get like a salad. And he's like, you know, I spent my summer on the West Coast. No, I was born a salad. <laughs> exactly. It's just, it's it's all this. And Reed finally just gets so fed up, she leaves. Yes, queen, slay bitch. We love a girl boss. And she's as, walking home. As RuPaul says, how the hell someone gonna love you if you, you don't, don't love yourself? Exactly. And Reed, on her journey there. Um, but. She is. You know, she can't make it all the way home because Ted De- Detective Howard immediately picks her up and is like, you need to get in the car. Thank God, because I thought it was snowy out and icy, and she's in her little kitten heels, Louis Vuitton. Yeah, how are you going to walk home in snow in your Louis Vuitton? In her Louis Vuitton. Um, she's an independent sis who don't need no man. And Reed finally does ask a good question when the detective picks her up. She's like, should I call my parents? And he's like, get in, bitch. We're going to the station. Yeah, and she's like, should I have, like, a lawyer call my parents? He's like, no, we're just talking. But I was like, good for Reed for finally, like, understanding how the law works a little bit. She said Miranda rights? I've never heard of her. <laughs> um, Who's but, Miranda and why does she have rights? Oh, my gosh. Uh, preach. <laughs> um, but we find out that Detective Howard does have access to the email that Cheyenne has been sending Reed repeatedly that says, ignore the note, you did this to me. Which, why now? Why How now? did he, did, was he holding on He's a it? detective, Maggie. He doesn't have to reveal everything. I don't know. So this is setting up for the next book where they reopen Cheyenne's case to investigate it as a murder because that's what her parents want. And I, Reed is immediately like, talk to Ivy. I am positive she did it. Yeah. Also, the fact that Reed switched her email and they found these, it makes me think that the they knew about the emails earlier, so why not talk to her earlier? Yeah. Who I knows? don't know. Who knows? But Reed's about had it with Ivy and starts investigating her for dirt. Finally? Yeah. This would have been the first thing I'd done. Right? Like, oh, you know, Google is your friend. But she finds out that Ivy stole from her grandmother. Yeah, yet again, she finds a the TMZ gossip blog. Yeah. Boston You know, it's so nice when the answers are just handed to you. <laughs> TMZ, more like, I was going to say DMZ for Boston. Jesus hey, Christ. hey, Meg. And then I was going to say both of these nuts. Okay. Hey, we're going to sleep on those and we're going to workshop them. And next episode, they're going to be better. So if you want a new co-host, I will <laughs> resign right now. It'll just be me talking to myself and I'm just doing like a second voice to act like it's a conversation. Anyways, so this Perez Hilton little blog uh, says, I was kicked out of Easton for robbing her own grandma. Um, Yeah. That's it. The tea. That's the tea. And then immediately Reed is like, I think I'm going to ask Mark out. And we learn that he's the president of the Purity Club. I love the idea she learns this history. And she's like, hmm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna ask Mark. Ashley's yeah. like reading this trauma about Ivy. Honestly, though, uh, hearing someone is the president of the Purity Club, and she's like, "Wow, a guy that's not after sex." I'm like, "Reed, you are 16. Why are you such a prude?" This is why I thought she was gay because she's like, "I want to date a boy who doesn't want to fuck me." Which yeah. honestly, I mean, like, I I get and I am gay, but I I was very nervous about having sex, and already she's had sex with Thomas, you and she also did not have sex with Josh. It took her two weeks to have sex with Thomas. She didn't refuse to have sex with Josh. And now she's like, oh, thank God a guy who won't have sex with me. Something's something's not adding up here. That's I'm going to detective power this. 
Oh, yes, you do. Um, but yeah, I think Reed's a little bit of a prude and or gay. She's definitely In my closing argument. Um, The next morning at the cafeteria, a hush envelops the crowd, and people are gossiping that Noelle and Reed, the T, conspired to kill Cheyenne so Noelle could come back. Yeah. Which Noelle quickly shuts down publicly, and everyone laughs. Yeah. (laughs) So funny, so silly. Girl boss. Girl boss. Gaslight gatekeep Noelle. Oh, we love it. We're obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, that that would kind of be a stretch. If I was gossiping about that, are these people just really bored? I mean, they live in Pennsylvania. What else is there to do there besides go see the Liberty Bell? How far is New York from it, too? Because they go there a lot. I think they have to be in, like, the tip of Pennsylvania. Because Pennsylvania is so big. Oh, okay. Because it's like, I can, I'm from Ohio. I can get to Pennsylvania in, like, an hour. But Pennsylvania is a huge state. Is Pennsylvania touching the state of New York? Are they holding hands? Maybe. What's, what's the tea on their relationship? Maybe a little bit? <laughs> Okay. Um, but we know this is close to Boston, so we know this is on, like, the very east, east, northeast side of um, yeah, Pennsylvania. Speaking of New York, Noelle said that she was just going to get four passes for yeah. the little trip. One Uh-oh. for Reed, one for Vienna, and one, one for, for London. London. And Reed's like, well, we have to get a fifth one. And Noelle's like, I don't think it's going to happen. And so Reed's like, well, I'm handling the passes, so it's fine. Yes. And then Reed marches into his office. And stomp, he's, stomp. Stomp, stomp, clomp, clomp. Stompy time. She says, it's stompy time. <laughs> and then she goes, hello, Cromwell. Give me five passes. And he goes, Reed, Noel already got your passes. Four of them. And she goes, well, I need a fifth one. And then this is just like another little plant that Reed is pissed that Noel did something to kind of undermine her. And boy, is she about to be even more mad because she comes back to Billings. Yeah. And Noelle is holding a meeting for the whole Billings house when yeah. Reed gets back. Reed is like, uh, excuse me, did you forget who the president is? Meow. Messy. Messy. And Reed's, uh, Noelle's like, oh my gosh, no, it's totally fine. We just like, the fundraiser's so soon. Yeah. And get ready for sidebar number two. Noelle is like, we talk now. Alone. And finally, we get the tea. She brings up the fact that Reed was flirting with Dash via email because Noelle, like a well-adjusted girlfriend, has his login and (laughs) sees everything he does. That's not well-adjusted, Maggie. Okay, to be fair, I empathize with this. I had Molly's ex-boyfriend's login, and I crept on his conversation with my ex all the time. Well? He said I was a wannabe manic pixie dream girl. All of that sounds so (laughs) well-adjusted. I take back what I said. I remember uh, my last conversation after uh, Molly's ex-boyfriend figured out that I had his login was I was like, hey, I just care about you. You should get out of this toxic relationship. And he was like, real rich, coming from the person who logged into my Facebook creator. And I was like, okay, yeah, but why are you? Oh, this Ugh, is so boring. So get exhausting. Over it. Get over it. Move on. Men can't have trauma. No. No. Exactly. We went from hashtag believe men to, <laughs> to hashtag <laughs> men, men can't, can't have, have trauma. trauma. <laughs> uh, we never pick a side on this podcast. That's what's important. No, we are nuanced characters. Yes. Oh, two-dimensional at its finest. (laughs) (laughs) No one's writing us. We're bad bitches. You can't kill us. Oh, my God. We're invincible. Um, So, yeah. So, Reed, you know, learns that Noelle knows about the emails. Yada, yada, yada. We find out that Noelle has heard from Kieran, who's a character we have not heard about in a minute. And did you... I thought this was really funny when Reed would be like, oh, my God, Kieran, how is she? I want to talk to her. That's like that's kind of weird. That's yeah. a friend group where you are are friends in the friend group, but if you were left together, it would be really fucking awkward. Yeah. 
I don't, it's not shocking that she hasn't talked to Kieran. I don't know. It's weird. It's very, very weird. Um, But then Reed, trying to take matters into her own hands, the girl boss she is, corners Gage to ask him what the deal with Ivy is because she knows they used to hook up. Yeah. Reed, Reed is really driven by this, like, obsession with Ivy almost. Yes. And this is after she sees Josh being taken off by... Detective Howard, and she's like, I want to protect. Yeah. So in interview Gage, she's really just trying to figure out if Josh and Ivy are together. Yeah. And he's like, ugh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, babe. Um, but then he's like, if you want a bone, though, we can. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be kind of tiring as a personality trait? What's he getting at? What I don't know. I would love for, like, Gage to have, like, a character arc and us He to... has such childhood trauma. Oh, my God, absolutely. I feel like we really need to humanize him. Justice for Gage. Honestly, and this might be a little heavy, I could see him being sexually assaulted as a kid. Oh, my God. Yeah, I could see that. That's I'm, so sad. I am psychologist junior. I mean, yeah, you could be a junior psychologist, PD. <laughs> I'm all of it. I love that. Why not? Um, That's what non-binary gets you is degrees. Yeah, and then... Everyone, <laughs> every title. Aw. PhD. Candidate. Doctor, candidate. President. President. Psychologist. And you also are House a licensed... senator. Licensed bartender. Dog whistler. <laughs> Uh, fast forward, she's on a date with Mark, uh, but, you know, it's kind of like a hangout. He's doing his piece for the paper. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, uh, is this a date? And she's like, yeah, I guess it is. Ha ha. Yeah, but she kind of realizes halfway through that there's no chemistry yeah. because it's short. Yeah, she's like, I am not attracted to him in the slightest. But it's kind of nice to be, like, doing something. Yeah, and then la-di-da, she goes back to the house and she swears there's someone in her room. And she also notices that the door is, like, open when she goes to Billings. So it's, like, so, something... And her window is open. It's freezing. up. Like, this entire scene is super sus. They all go investigate Reed's room. No one's in there. No one's there. What's and then up? they gaslight her after. Because yeah. They're like, Reed, you stupid-ass bitch. And she's like, I swear. And they're like, shut the fuck up. You seeing ghosts or you want attention. Exactly. And now... All right, they're at New York. Yep. They're scouting locations. And also, they yeah, they're there to plan this fundraiser, and then immediately they're just, like, not taking this seriously at all. Like, they're acting like it's a vacation, and I'm like, when did this mindset happen? Because the entire time everyone's been really gung-ho on this fundraiser, then suddenly they're like, let's just go shopping today. And Reed has to be the one being like, no, I'm down to earth. We're going to plan the fundraiser. And everyone's like, on. It's like, what? Yeah, why does no one give a fuck about Billings? Yeah, I have no fucking clue. It was super weird and felt very uh, not what the story had already set it up to be. So they start going scouting locations and already Noelle is trying to undermine Reed. Yeah, that's like a big, big, big theme. And Reed's, uh, Noelle's like, we can't do it here. Dash had his birthday here two his years 17th ago. 17th birthday. Ew. Okay, who's gonna remember? Who's gonna remember? Apparently everyone, because they so they have to go somewhere else. And, so yeah. Reed insists on this old church as a venue, and Noelle insists on this place like Loft LeBlanc, and it is a battle of the bimbos. Bimbo battle. Bimbo battle. Bimbo battle. Bimbo battle. That's in a, one hand, next... we got a tall bimbo. In one hand, we got a stocky bimbo. <laughs> bimbo battle sounds like it's like a, one of those like vocal exercises you do to warm up before like a show you do. Bimbo battle. Bimbo Let battle. me substitute bimbo for battle. a middle school class. And it's bimbo battle time. Aw, cute. Bimbo battle, boys town. Bimbo battle at boys town. That, I would go see that show. Um, <laughs> but anyway, they're back at their hotel. They're kind of talking about the day. Dash is coming to town, and Noelle and him are going to go out to dinner. 
Rita's once again staring at Noelle's ass, watching her get ready. Rita's freaking the fuck out because she hasn't seen or heard from Nash since Legacy. And to deal with this, Rita is reflecting on Noelle's butt crack. Mm -hmm. Or is she in love with Noelle's butt crack? She's really... What do you really think, Reed? She is just reading that crap Um, of filth. (laughs) The door booms with a knock. And uh uh-oh, new bus alert. Freeze frame. New suitor. New next suitor. Bus. It's you? next bus. It's Dominic Infante. What a name. What he a sounds name. like the devil. Uh, but he's from... No, he's not the one from Miami. That's Mark, isn't it? Yeah. But no, he's from Easton. He flew to New York to go on a date with know. Yeah. He flew to New York to go on a date. Uh, he brings her flowers, and it's kind of like, okay, smooth. And we think, like, this sounds like it's going to go pretty well. Yeah. And... You know, it doesn't. This dude no. kind of sucks, but he takes him to a nice little cozy restaurant his cousin owns where, God damn it, Reed runs into Dash and Noel. And Dash is, like, kind of, like, staring at Reed, like, <laughs> he's doing the little collar. Yeah. The little, <laughs> he's sweating a lot. Yeah, and Noel's just cool and so confident. She's, like, smushing with his parents and being like, ha, 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 we're going to go take our seats now. You two enjoy your meal. And Reed says, fuck it, mask off. You know what? I'll go clubbing with Dominic if that is what it takes to forget about Dash. Yeah, and this clubbing, um, like, the date went from, like, fine to terrible pretty quick. Because he's blackout drunk. He gets very drunk. He's a terrible drunk. Oh, bad. And he gets really, really gropey. Yes. And Sabine kind of, like, saves Reed from that situation. Yes. Luckily, Tiffany, Vienna, and Sabine are at Club Platinum with them. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Reed disappears because she's like, I don't want to dance with this guy. He won't stop touching me. He finds her eventually, and he goes, where did you go? And she goes, I couldn't find you. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of starts, like, is like, why don't you want to drink? And she's like, because I don't want to. And he goes, wow, Cheyenne was fucking right about you. And her whole world crumbles in on itself like it is the Leonardo DiCaprio movie with the dreams. Inception. Inception. Nice. I got um, that Yeah, because basically, like, he's like, yeah, Cheyenne's right. You have a stick up your butt. And she gets so offended. Yeah, he was just bringing up casually that he was fucking Cheyenne and she fucked everyone and how Cheyenne uh, wanted raped Josh. And Dominic says some bitchy words and Portia slaps him. Yeah. Like, good. Dominic's a little little cuck. He sucks. Uh, This was a real bummer. Case of the Mondays. Yeah. And then we're back at Easton. And, uh uh-oh, we're getting new emails from Cheyenne, which is not normal because Reed has changed her email address. Yes. And it's a real serious case of the Mondays for Reed because Ivy also just got interviewed while they were away in New York and she's making a beeline for Reed. And I also don't understand if you got these new emails, Detective already knows about the old ones. Why don't you tell him about these new ones? I don't know. Right? And you changed your email. Yeah, so like that's sus as fuck. You get you get enforcement involved with this. I just I feel so bad for her, but luckily there is a silver lining and that Kieran does remember Reed exists and invites her to her birthday party. Oh, cute. Um, but we're back on the downfall because Reed's venue fell through from New York. Oh no, we hear it's double booked, but uh oh, it's okay because Noelle went ahead and booked the place she wanted to just in case. Once again, possibly undermining Reed. Yeah. It's weird. I do get 
Uh, people should double book venues. That's not a thing. You can't. Is that's it not? no. I guess I never planned a wedding. I, I mean, I as an event coordinator in the corporate world, like you just don't throw out like ten thousand dollars to hold a space and reserve a space just in case your other place falls yeah. through. Could you get that money back? No, it's a non-refundable deposit. Like oh. you don't do that. Weird. Um. So yeah, very weird, very sus. We kind of freaks out on Noelle yeah. and, you know, is like, you're always picking on me and undermining me. And Noelle, like, is understanding. Yes. Noelle's like, hey, I understand where you're coming from and I'm sorry. I just kind of see you as my sister, which is very sweet. They have a very sweet yeah. kind of makeup. I guess. Yeah. yeah. And Reed is like, you either see us as equals or we're not friends. And Noelle is like, I will try to not be mean to you. And that's fair. Fair minimum. Fair minimum. I love it. Um, we have but- squashed the sexual frustration for now. For now. For now. But then, fast forward, we're at Noelle's house in New York getting ready for this fundraiser. Yes. And her house is like, you know, obviously, it's like five floors, super gorgeous. She has an entire floor to herself. Reed's having the time of her life. She's getting a makeover from um, that one famous guy, that yeah. one famous person, and they're drinking champagne prior to going there. Yeah. Getting ready when she sprays Cheyenne's perfume on her yeah. bag. Yeah. Exactly. Which Reed, is not the perfume that she owns or bought. Yeah, Reed recently bought some perfume. It was a whole thing. And then everyone's like, why does that smell like Cheyenne? And Reed just loses her shit. Yeah. Um, probably because it's a very traumatic thing to see a dead body in your house. This whole time, too, she has been seeing Ivy kind of sneaking around Billings. Yeah, so it says. Ivy put it in there? I mean, yeah, Reed is like kind of slowly putting together that Ivy might be her stalker. And might have switched this perfume in her bag. And, and the case is not upheld too much that Ivy will not let it go. Because the next day yeah. at the fundraiser, Ivy and Josh are there for some fucking yeah, reason. Yeah, why are they there? It made no fucking sense. And Ivy gets up on the stage and tries to, like, ruin the fundraiser. Which is like, Ivy, get a fucking hobby. This doesn't make you look cool. It makes you look sad and pathetic. Yeah, Ivy really does go up there and does the Mean Girls moment where she's like, who amongst us? has been personally victimized by the Billings girls. And there's murmurs like, why are we giving them money? Yeah, and then Noelle's like shuts it down. She's like, okay, we get it. Ivy has problems with us. But here's what Billings... Yeah, and here's what Billings is like built on now, and here's where your money is going. And everyone's always like, oh, right, that's why we're here. Duh, who's this fucking crazy chick up on this stage? And Ivy's like steam coming out of her ears because she's so angry. Yeah. And then... Her plan has been foiled. You know, Reed has, like, frozen because, like, everyone kept being like, Reed, go say something. Go say something. But she can't because she's so frozen by the fact that Ivy and Josh are together. And then Noelle comes off the stage and Reed is like, oh, my God, Noelle, thank you so much for saving this fundraiser. Like, I can't thank you enough. And Noelle is like, get off me, glass liquor. And because she has just received a video of Dash and Reed making out. Someone filmed them at the Legacy. Which is not good. No, and not only did Noelle get it, the whole student body got it. Yeah. Everyone there did. Literally at. Yeah. Like, that's bad. I didn't put that together. That's weird. Yeah. Isn't that, doesn't that kind of constitute his child porn? That's what I wrote down because they get naked, they got naked at the Legacy. So whoever distributed that is distributing child porn because Rita is 17. 
Oh, Jesus Oof. Christ. Yep, bad, bad, bad. So Noelle is like, I'm going to ruin you, which uh, I guess makes sense, whatever. Yeah, and of course, Reed starts, like, freaking out because she's like, oh, my God, like, I just, like, I, I'm losing my best friend. She tries to go to Constance and Mark, and they're like, hey, you little slut, maybe you should get out of here. Yeah, as kindly as they can, they're like, you should leave. <laughs> yeah. Her, which, oh, but it's like, why are they not treating Dash with that, like, kind of reproach, you know? I mean, I guess we'll never know, because we didn't really see him interact with them there, yeah. so maybe, maybe he gets there later, and then Yeah, because, well, yeah, Reed leaves just in tears. She's sitting outside. Dash finally shows up, and he's like, why are you crying, my one true love? And, and she's, she's like, go, go, you can't be seen with me. I'm yeah. a dirty old Notre Dame and, troll. And then, you know, she's like, everyone knows Dash. Everyone knows that we did something at the Legacy. And Dash is like, oh, shit, is Noah, like, pissed, pissed? It's only, and she's like, go in there and good luck. And he's he's like, let me take you home. And she's like, they nobody's allowed to see us together. And on her way running out, Ivy Slade sees her and follows her. Not even walking, just gliding. You know when, when villains just glide. In, in cartoons, yeah. they barely touch the floor. They just float. Ooh, That's how sexy. I imagine she gets places. Yeah, I agree. I feel like Ivy is about a specter among us. Yes. <laughs> we are all courts. Or gestures in her courts. I was yeah. going to say courts in her gestures. Aw, courts in her gestures. And... Finally, we figure out why Ivy hates Billing so much. Yeah. And Reed by extension. Yeah, so we find out that when Ivy rushed Billings her sophomore year, she went through all, like, the hazing stuff, and she was there with, like, Noelle and Ariana and Kieran and Taylor and Cheyenne, and they, at some point during this hazing, wanted her to steal from her grandmother's house, so they all went to their grandmother's house and the alarms like went off and her grandmother found them trying to steal and her grandmother had like a heart attack so sad. and they all kept being like, well, we have to leave. We don't like if she dies, we all can't be seen here. And, and I was like, what the fuck? I have yeah. to, it's my grandmother. Yeah. I, I would also hate these people. Yeah. Too. But it doesn't make sense because then I was like, yeah. And so that's why I went to a school in Boston to be closer to my grandmother. Then I was like, bitch, why did you come back then? Stay there. Well, I mean, she died. Well, yeah, I guess. Why go back to Easton? I would hate Yeah, exactly. It's like, what are you doing? Also, why are you putting all your energy towards Reed? Her grades cannot be good. Yeah. Why, why are you putting towards Noelle? Exactly. Because it's like, Reed didn't do shit. Reed didn't even know you. Or these seniors you got haste with. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's just the motivation here is lacking for me. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that and the Noel or the Dash interaction is basically where this yeah. one ends. Yeah. Reed watches Ivy leap with Josh, and she just, like, cries some more, and that's the end of the book. She kind of has no one. Yeah. She's alone. Flew too I'll close to the sun. I'll myself. Icar read us. I don't want to be <laughs> that's her. That's her. She she flew to the coast of the sun, and now she's going to pay for her sins. And that's it. That's ambition. And some might say Reed had too much of it. At this point, if I was writing this book, I would be like, all right, I'm ready for her to go to college. Yeah. They always stay in high school. I feel like they did that for Gossip Girl and Pretty Little Liars for so long. Yeah, well, it's because, like, that's the thing. We're, we're only covering maybe, like, a few weeks of time in one of these books, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, here's the thing. It's, like, it's only November now, and we're in the third book of the second phase. So much happens in their high school. I feel like the most that would happen in a week span in my high school is, like, I finished a season of Heroes on ABC. Yeah. That's about it. I would agree. Most of the high school experiences are pretty dull. Yeah. Yeah. And tied to ABC. 
Yeah. We all nice. we all had the shows we watched growing up. Um, but that leaves us with our top five. Yes, and we have a very special top five. Oh, it's five so special. For this one, because Laura and I kind of disbanded and yeah. made our own ranking system for the suitors that so, popped up. It really worked out that there was five suitors vying for Reed's attention. And yes. Maggie and I decided to each rate these suitors separately to see who is the best suitor for Reed. Yes, my number five was Dominic. My number five was Dominic as well. Your reasoning. Oh my God. He's the worst. He touched her inappropriately yes. without consent. He told her she had a stick on his butt. He was like yelling at her. Telling her off in the club and then also being like, I get why Josh left you. You're too, he's too good for you. That Yeah. Sucks. And also a little sketchy that he didn't actually ask her on a date. Just kind of like showed up in New York and just was like, yeah, I'm taking you out to dinner now. Creepy. A little creepy. Oh, it screamed no consent. No, that boy does not like to hear the word no, but someone needs to teach him how to, you know, knock it his way all the time. Yeah. Hate him. Hate Dominic. I will be so happy if we never see him in any of these books. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Uh, Who is your number four? Hunter. Mine is Hunter, too. Nice. Probably for similar reasons. He's kind of a prick, very self-absorbed. Yeah, he's hot, but he doesn't have the personality to, like, make him hot, you know? Yeah, you know, you need some substance. Yeah, it's like like, a little bit. You know, when someone's like really hot, and then you realize that like they're just so shitty, and they're automatically just like ugly. That's what he is to me, and I'm just like, oh, it's funny. He's hot. He's sexy, and I'm like, oh, but he sucks. I don't give a shit anymore. No, what would you do if you dated him? You would just talk about him. I'd be yeah. so tired. Yeah, it's just I'm more interesting. I'm tired. He was only in this book for like twelve pages, and I'm exhausted talking about him. I know. Well, let's put our energy to number three. Oh Meg, I think we're gonna differentiate now for our final three. All right, one, two, two three. three. Mark. Jason. What? I think Mark isn't a good suitor. She's not attracted to him. She's gay. He's captain of the purity club, which is weird. It's a weird thing to be excited about. Like, I get it, but it's just like, hmm. Uh, my other thing. Uh, oh, he also, he also denounced her for hooking up with Dash. I thought that was really shady. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was my big thing. That was pretty bad, Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Jason leaned in for a kiss, like, a little bit too fast after being like, But hey, she kissed him back. I know. Didn't he have red hair too? Wow. Okay. Black. Who's your number? Who's your number two? Um, Weston. Since we heard from him the least, and thus I can project a whole personality onto him. Jason was my number two because I thought they had a really cute like little library date. I thought they vibed probably the best out mm-hmm. of the people we got to see her interact with, and they actually like kissed. He also wasn't like too forward with her. He like understood when she was like, "I don't want to." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty pretty admirable. My number one was Mark. My number one was West. Because... No person, because no, no he, part in this book. He, senior. Lacrosse captain. Wasn't, you know, a piece of shit. I feel like we could learn more from him. You know, and I, she's what went... What does he bring to the table? You know, she, she's went through all these other guys. Yeah. How do we know he might be the best one? He probably has really good arms, too. He probably has, like, a really good dick game, too. I, I bet he could pick her Lacrosse up. Lacrosse players are hot. See, I say Mark just because I wanted them to be best friends. That's fair. But that's not a, a top yeah, five suitor. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. They can be life partners. <laughs> she's gay and he is a, a He also could be gay. He could be. Maybe he's ace. Maybe. I don't know. I guess. 
That's one more thing for us to speculate about. That's the next plot. Yeah. Fuck Reed. Yeah, fuck Reed. Let's, this book follows uh, Mark throughout the rest of the series. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. Oh, man. Well, do you have any closing thoughts, Maggie? I don't. I am just kind of excited for the next book to be the finale. Yeah, of this, this, this plot line. Yeah. Because I'm ready for a palate cleanser. Yeah, I think I'm really excited for Revelation, which is book eight. Yes. I've already started reading it. And I'm really excited for us to talk about it next week. Yay! Uh, I think it's going to be fun. It's shorter than this one. Thank God. Um, And there's no fundraisers, which, thank God, this is such a lame plot. Nice. Uh, Well, everybody, that is it for this episode of Yowie Reddit. You should... What should they do, Maggie? You should like us on Instagram at Maggie underscore and slash... Wait, no, underscore Laura. There we go. I got it. We got there. Please give us five stars. Give us five stars. On iTunes. Everywhere. Apple Podcasts? Is that what it is? Yes. That's what I meant. Please. I think it helps us. I'm not sure. It does. It really does. It does. And we want people to listen to us. Yeah. We're horny for affection. We're horny for affection. Unlike Mark and Reed of being horny for each other. Horny for silence. Honey, horny for silence. Um, You should also go watch our web series out right now. It's called See You in Hell. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I forgot to mention that last episode, but that puppy is out you can watch the whole eight episodes of it and it's freaking great i love it so much years y'all please we've been doing this podcast for over a year that web series took even longer than this exactly Um, so that's uh maggie and laura on youtube you'll find it search see you in hell you'll also find it Mm -hmm. but i think that's gonna be it for this episode i think that might be it all right thanks for listening y'all Bye. Tomorrow. Week? I don't know. I'm going to eat a bagel. Maggie, do you know our schedule? No. All right. It's bagel time. You were just listening to an Audiment podcast.